Welcome to Gideon, guys. I'm Johnny Hedgepeth. I'm Travis Washington. And this is the podcast where Travis and I talk all about DC's Legends of Tomorrow on the CW Television Network. My favorite show, and Travis, is, this is his first uh, uh, first journey into this world of the DC uh, superhero shows. And, yeah, and we're at episode... How you doing, man? I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. It's been, uh, you know, another interesting week, but... Uh, I'm I'm God, I'm lucky to enjoy the company that I get to keep for the most part. And and we're also good at just giving each other space. That that goes a long way. Yeah. That, it helps that I have a whole downstairs to myself here. So it's fantastic. <laughs> it's great. We just had uh, just because I like to fill in all the listeners uh, about my cooking uh, uh skills. We just had a lovely dinner uh that I cooked. I made homemade chicken parmesan. Uh, spaghetti, Caesar salad, garlic bread, and garlic green beans. Sounds tremendous. Sounds yeah. outstanding, actually. Mm-hmm. I think we're I gonna think... do we're gonna do tacos in a bit here. But oh, uh, that, that's a, if I if I was one of those people who took pictures of my food and put it on Facebook, yeah, yeah, I would have. Yeah. But Instagram, yeah, I get yeah. it. Oh, that's anyway, totally you. that's totally you, Johnny. You're you're yes. an influencer. If, if I. <laughs> is there a bigger influencer out there than Johnny Sorrow? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Jonathan Hedgepeth. That, no, Jonathan is not my name. Okay, sorry about that. Okay, I just, I mean, it sounds better for an influencer. I, I, I mean, I don't care if it is. I like, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm creating your <laughs> persona here, man. I see. I got it. I got it. No, that was always one of those things that bugged me when I was a kid. Because on my birth certificate, it's just John, and like hmm. teachers be like Jonathan. I'm like, it's not my name, man. Interesting. I get it. I get it. It's not J O N. It's J O H N. God damn it. Just, I'll, I'll just, I'll keep that in my back pocket for when I really want to get under your skin. <laughs> But this episode uh, of the show, we're going to be talking about the. This is our fourth episode. We're talking about the fourth episode of Legends, season one, White Knights. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. A bit of a, of a reference. Do you uh, recall this? Uh, do you recall the, what the reference? Well, is? from the from the eighties, it was the uh, Barishnikov, uh, uh Wasn't it like uh, the, the, wasn't there a film about him? Yes, it was yes. Barishnikov and Gregory Hines. That's right. That's right. I never saw it, but that's what definitely what they're referencing here. I wonder, yeah, I wonder, did it come out in 1986? It's probably pretty close to it anyways, yeah. It, pretty close. It had to come yeah. up. Well, just to give it away, next week's episode, because this is the first of a two-parter where the team yeah. is in Soviet Russia. Next week's episode, not to give it away, is called Failsafe. So they're going all the way back to the 60s for their pop culture reference. <laughs> <laughs> I must say, you had told me this was a two-parter, and I'd completely forgotten uh, and it was, it was getting near the end. It was totally like that Jerry Seinfeld bit where he's like, where you can tell it's going to be to be continued. Where it's like, Lassie's, that guy's still down in the well. How's Lassie going to get back and let everybody know? <laughs> he was running out of time. I knew it was getting to that. And I was like, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Two-parter. So and before this uh, starts, where they give you the little background, like what happened last time. Yep. You get another mention of Kendra, Hawkgirl, mm-hmm. who and we'll hear it twice in this one. The poor girl, Travis, she was just a few weeks ago, she was a barista. That's, uh, God, that was my least, I have that written down here. That is so, <laughs> what are we, two months ago, I was a barista. It's like, we can all relate. Hey guys, it's like, that's just how we're going to get that. I can just imagine the uh, CW exec or one CW exec who's probably in his 60s. We got to get that hipster. Like, you know, somebody who's the, the, the Vince McMahon of the, of the <laughs> you know, they're all bar- baristas now. <laughs> well, it's it, it's one of the, the the go-to things on the Flash TV show where they debuted her. Is there's a, a coffee shop that's you know supposed to be basically Starbucks, yeah, uh, 
where they all hang out and get their coffee and that's where they, they meet her but boy she lays it on a lot about i was just a barista yeah, yeah, now yeah. i'm a now i'm a demigoddess yeah, yeah. which popped me which popped yes. me <laughs> yeah, yeah. damn it you know it's like half <laughs> half goddess right yeah yeah it's a half goddess yeah not like no demi more oh that's a, she's a 10 she's a 10 yeah, ten all the way. That, that's a, that's bro that's bo Derek, isn't it yeah, well, yeah, I saw that movie. Dudley Moore was in that one there, but uh, you know, I couldn't buy that he was banging that. If you know what I mean, there. No, not me. Me neither. But Liza Minnelli, of course. That's that's more his speed. Yeah, yeah, I get it. That, that makes sense to me. But that Arthur and, too is a piece of shit, though. Anyways, I, I gotta be moving along. <laughs> All right. <laughs> see you later. See you later, Sully. <laughs> so, on topic. <laughs> I know we could do what this is gonna be the show now just yeah. <laughs> two Boston cops talking about legends of tomorrow yeah, yeah. so the gist of it uh, is that they're trying to track Vandal Savage our bad guy who by mm-hmm. the way does not appear in this episode at all mm-hmm. just talk mm-hmm. about him which I think is a good choice you know I do too yeah I do too I do too especially uh you know, if he's going to be like your lingering big bad, you can't always have him uh, kind of getting outsmarted or something or something where it doesn't work for him. You know, uh-huh. just have him kind of this kind of lingering uh, or hovering over everything. It's good. I like it. So they're in, they figure out that Gideon, because Gideon, the deliverer of exposition, uh, yeah. it points out that the Pentagon has a report, a redacted report all about Vandal Savage. And right. they, of course, just have the, the report with everything redacted. And so they have to pull off a heist and steal uh, mm-hmm. the, the file on Vandal Savage. Mm-hmm. And speaking of um, movies that inspired, this felt, this whole sequence felt very Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven, yeah, I, was, I wrote that down. Do, do you watch Rick and Morty at all? Yes. Yeah, and you'd say, hey, you son of a bitch. I mean, <laughs> it's totally that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they got their plan. They're going to go in there. And Kendra uh, and, and, and go ahead. Can we talk about the, what the, the way they did this though, yes, and like please. how it's <laughs> the please arm go, wrestling, the arm wrestling distraction, the old classic arm wrestling dodge. Like, <laughs> yeah, everybody knows once an arm wrestling event starts, everybody's watching, especially Everyone. when it's two big boys. That was the best because the guy who was supposed to be paying attention to something, yes. he's just like. I'm in on this action yeah, to watch it, like to watch Mick Rory arm wrestle. That's so silly. It's so <laughs> silly. A stranger walks into this, the Pentagon to arm wrestle and they and everyone's going to stop what they're doing. <laughs> well, he was uh, in his, he was in his disguise. This is, yes, this right, is the first, this is the first of the legends disguise episodes mm-hmm. because over the course of the show, it's less and less and less superhero costumes and more yeah. and more disguises, which makes sense. But, yep. but yeah, not just that, because Ray and the Snart are, are janitors. Yeah. yeah. And, but th- this episode is all Wentworth Miller. It's yeah, all Leonard time. Snart. Big time. Uh, I like that they do a good little bit of introduction uh, uh, that they pay off later with him uh, swiping the card and the wallet. The wallet yes. is such a nice little touch where they pay that off again later. Um, yeah, 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 for sure. And, yeah, and, Ray, and Ray's just disgusted with... That he would mm-hmm. steal these wallets and and start because they he's he lifts the wallet and the and the key card from this woman, and Ray's like, 
I can't believe you stole her wallet. Like, it's called multitasking. Right? Yeah, multitasking. Very good. Very good. Yeah, love it. Man, yeah, I hate it. He just dropping gold all all episode here. He's uh, having. Yeah. He's uh, it, just one line after another of yeah. Wentworth Miller just diving headfirst into this mm-hmm. shit. But uh, yeah, so the, the alarm the alarm sounds. What sets yes. the alarm off again? Well, it's because firestorm fucks up. Because this yeah. is the other uh, thing in this episode is the arguing between Stein and Jax. Because mm-hmm. he was supposed to, to blow the fuse box somehow or another, and he did it wrong. Yeah, uh, and that sets off the alarm. The girls get caught, and Kendra goes crazy. Yep, wings out. The wings are out. Her eyes turn red. Apparently, mm-hmm. her nails get sharper for some reason. I, mm-hmm don't know talons talons of some sort i would imagine yes uh what if it happens to her toenails at the same time yes <laughs> right right through her boots yeah right through her, like keds whatever the hell she's <laughs> and she rips some guy's face apart yeah and rip rip who's watching all of this great disgust from the the ship it gets off this great line of dialogue Oh, wonderful. We've got a demigoddess who's gone completely berserk. Did I mention she was a barista? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's great. Yeah. Which leads into our storylines of this episode, because the B storyline is Rip assigns uh, Sarah to train Kendra how to be Mm -hmm. a warrior. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm like first thing I write down, I wrote down. So Rip thinks Crazy Eye Killer is gonna control Kendra's warrior side. Yes, that's my nickname for White Canary right now. Crazy <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, but he's playing both sides of it. You see, because yeah, he has this yeah, very we, heartfelt. Yeah, he has this very heartfelt scene with Sarah here about you know you're the one who can do it, and they they train and uh, Sarah almost kills her, mm-hmm. and then Rip uh, talks to Kendra. He's like, No, I'm doing this for her you are going to bring out the human side of Sarah and she's going to bring out the warrior side in you. And he walks away all smug that he got to do the same scene with two different actresses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the same, it's the same yeah. exact scene. Leadership. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't I'm know, the man. captain. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But like, I, whatever. No, no, it's okay. Hey, we learned way, about, go ahead. We already Travis, learned about, a, yeah, go ahead. It's okay to shit on this, just because even yeah, yeah no, no, no. Oh, I know. I'm not gonna like as you said. Like I know that you've, you've acknowledged that this is, you know, an enjoyable train wreck, and that's you know, there definitely there were some, some few missteps in this uh, this up for sure. Yes. Here's my first. Well, tell me, my, I'll tell you my first big big okay. dish. So we go to '86. Did you hear one song from the '80s this Nothing. whole time? Come on, man. Like at least give me something that that acknowledges the. Uh, the uh, you know uh, tear down that wall you know like something nope. from that era you know what I mean no nope, nothing I mean did they pop in and out of the eighties over the course of this show and maybe they maybe they spent all their money on Montrose last episode <laughs> dude and Hagar he's not cheap <laughs> chicken foot chicken foot ain't paying the bills <laughs> so they they figure out and this is all at the beginning of the show they figure out that. Vandal Savage has defected to Russia. Now, yeah. defected. Was he an American? Mm-hmm. Good point. <laughs> but yeah, which leads to now this is some dopey ass dialogue, but I love it. Because mm-hmm. Professor Stein says he's also Victor Garber is also on fire on the in this episode. Yeah. So the most powerful evil the world has ever known has gone red. 
at the height of the Cold War. Gone red. Yes. Which leads to now, here's where we get a lot of is Raymond, is Ray Palmer an actual child? Mm-hmm. As we'll see, because when he when they get to put on their disguises, he goes, Ooh, our G-Man disguises. Yeah, yeah. And here he says, much. he says, he says, now he's gonna help them cook up something that destroys the future. It's like right out of Batman 66. <laughs> yeah. And I'll, I'll fill you in about where they choose to go with Ray Palmer as a character. Giant mm. child is the choice. Mm. It, mm. it becomes quite uh, fun. Okay. But okay. He, they, yeah. Is he going to be tortured or is he going to be a, a little giant 11 year old? Let's go okay, with 11 okay. year old. Okay. Okay. So they're off to Russia, rocket to Russia. See, they could have got the Ramones maybe, but you know, <laughs> that's Warner brothers. <laughs> But they're on their way to Russia, and then someone we maybe forgot about shows up. It's Kronos. Kronos. Getting tracked by Kronos. Yep. And Classic K-Man. Oh, is it K? Or is no, it C? C-H. Okay, okay. That's my nerd, my nerd credit. I, I just flopped out my big nerd dick. Nope, mm-hmm. Kronos and C-H, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're on their way to Russia, and Rip turns off the cloaking device. So the MiGs are coming and they go after Kronos, which leads yeah. to Ray, speaking of being an 11 year old, goes, that's an actual MIG. No one's ever seen one yeah. this close. And Wentworth Miller just goes, are you quoting Top Gun? Yes. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of, of, of Captain Cold just dealing with Ray Palmer in this yeah. episode. Yeah. Like, ugh, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty funny. But they have to crash land. So they cra- crash land in Russia. And by the way, the name of this operation is Operation Svarog. Svarog. Okay. Yep. It's supposed to be a god. It right off the tongue. Yeah. A god of fire or something. Mm-hmm. And they got a, they figure out there's a scientist, a sexy Russian scientist. Mm-hmm. Who's, do. who's making this super weapon for Vandal Savage and her name yeah. and this I just wrote down Natasha Fatal just yeah. The, yeah I never got it it's, nope. it's, nope. it was it was actually Valentina Volstock that is uh-huh. a comic book Russian mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right there but well we have to get her and, and, and stop her or find out the information and snort I love this one of his many great lines I say we put two in the back of her head and call it a day <laughs> Jesus Whoa, keep it in your pants, man. Good Lord, she just came out. I don't swing that way. Yeah. yeah. But then they think, go ahead. I mean, noted. Thank you. (laughs) We've heard. Take that into consideration, sir. You do realize I'm a murderer, right? I'm a bad guy. Uh, And then they, uh, they introduce this bit of technology that they've got translators that they swallow. And they mm-hmm. attach to their vocal cords. Mm-hmm. So, is this does this happen a lot? I think they kind of forget about it's, it after yeah, a while. I was gonna say it's, uh, it's such an easy out, but whatever, fine. I, I, there's it, my Jerry face. There's my Jerry face. Whatever. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> no, I, it, it, I don't recall that this like ever yeah. comes up again. Maybe like yeah. they've all swallowed them. That's it. Yeah. It, it, and we never have to talk about we it. We never have to talk about it again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. So, so they decide. Well, this is the plan. So Ray has to go. Uh, go uh, bone up on the research of the scientists, but they're going mm-hmm. to the ballet, you see, because they're going to meet her at the ballet. Yeah. And the line of the show is right here. 
<laughs> I think you'd agree. The letter start goes, Oi, well, then I guess I'll bone up on the ballet. Gideon, bone, bone me. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the best line of the, of the show. You're right. It's, it's, you almost see he feels frustrated with this. He's like, this yes. is <laughs> all over the goddamn place. <laughs> There's all kinds of. I'm gonna, gonna, sorry, I'm gonna riff a bit if that's all right. Phone me, Gideon. Yeah, and they all applauded on set. Oh, yes. yeah, keep it, keep that in. Bone the ever-loving shit out of me, Gideon. <laughs> so, by the way, Sarah, it, it, of course, the way you train someone to embrace their warrior side with metal sticks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they, they, these, these, the, these, just two gals talking about the monsters inside them. Yep. I, I, yeah, I didn't care for that. I, I really, yeah. I'm sorry, man. I have it's a real hard time with, yeah. It's just like she's uh, just, it's just like, gee, Mister. She's got that face on all the time. Just the way she raises an eyebrow. I don't know, you know. It just I was doesn't... just, oh, we know a barista. <laughs> the other day I was doing lattes, and now I'm fighting forces of evil and maybe sins. I got wings now. Yeah. She just always kind of peters off. I don't even think I can make it. <laughs> I don't know. I just like it. Just I don't get warrior. I see that face. I don't get her. I don't feel it. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. No, what I see is what she's doing right now on Broadway, playing Ilsa in Frozen. I'm like, yeah, that, sure, that sure. works. Oh man, but, no, great. Yeah, but Hawk, but vengeful Hawk deity. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But so, get to the good stuff here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're outside the uh, the ballet. The ballet, yes. And, and Ray is trying. Yeah, Ray my is trying. Got, go ahead. My wife got excited. My oh, wife oh, got what, excited. What was it? Is right outside the uh, the Vancouver Art Gallery, which I guarantee we will see the Vancouver Art Gallery uh, in more prominently in different parts as we watch here. It's always used. It's rare that they will use just like the side here, but it's fine. They just need an entrance. My guess is they were probably filming. Uh, something else for another episode where, where we are going to see the art, art gallery used because um, it has these like really identifiable, identifiable steps that can be used just like city hall or, mm. you know, you'll see, you'll see. Uh, I'll point it out to you right away. They're probably um, filming an episode of the flash on the other side of the building. And or something, right? Inside. You never know, right? I'm sure that they're doing that to, to cut costs. That would make so much sense. Um, by the way, my wife has uh, volunteered. She wants to. She wants to do a, uh, like a three-minute uh, long um, uh, Twenty-One Jump Street recaps. Oh, <laughs> we'll throw in this. Well, yeah. we'll see how that goes. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that'd be good if we could we could uh, uh, sneak those in because maybe we will see some of the same um, locations many oh, hell years yeah. later. We, I I, I, like I said, I want to expand our cast of characters. Yeah, yeah I think yeah, it could be good. We get, we need, we're gonna, like I said, we're gonna, we're gonna be start having some guests soon. Like more people popping in with their own, with their stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. In fact, on this show today, we got our first fan phone call. We're gonna be playing that for you a little later during the break. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're gonna, that's cool. We don't even have a phone number. Like we got yeah. a phone call. It was that was like, pretty interesting. That's that's what I was really surprised about. But it was a, an important topic, and I'm glad we are gonna get to the bottom. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get to that. We'll get to that um, when we do uh, our mid-show plugs. But right here. Ray is trying to pick up the Russian chick by saying, I'm a fellow scientist. And he's just striking out. Just mm-hmm. total, total striking out. First tries scientist, then tries to be like, I'm a, no, I'm, a, I'm an investor. And I think you want to know who's funding your projects. And she yeah. still kind of rolls her eyes. Yes. And when she shuts him down the first time. <laughs> 
What did he say? What did Leonard start? Leonard Stark comes over with this grin on his face, looking at Ray. And goes, "Damn, that was cold, even yeah. by Russian standards." Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, he got all the gold in this one. Man. Oh, he got all the cold in this yeah. one. <laughs> that, <"Lay!"> <laughs> <laughs> Because he that's the first of a few uh, cold puns yeah, yeah, in this yeah. one. Did I yeah. mention I'm Captain Cold? Because yes. <laughs> when he's walking with her, he's walking because mm-hmm. he sweeps her off her feet. He yeah. comes over, he's like makes he's, it happen. Yeah, he makes it happen. He's like a rogue and she's in, she's impressed because he mentions the ballet. And she's impressed right. that he he knows about the ballet. And and he's like rescuing her from Ray, who's being a creeper, basically. Yeah. And she goes, I'm not a damsel in distress. Good, because I'm not a white knight. Yeah, badass. And then he quotes the ballet and walks her home. And I'm like, damn, that's slick. Smooth <laughs> AF. Yep. I'm almost jealous. Yeah, I know. Oh, I was going to uh, ask, uh, uh, are his... Um, little gray streaks. Is that, were those are those legit, or is that has, was that added for the show? Uh, surprisingly, I'm not an expert on Wentworth Miller's hair. I know. I was, uh, uh, yeah, I thought I'm that. assuming he's actually gray. I don't think they went to like we need to make Captain Cold salt and pepper. But do you know what I mean? Like it does kind of work for the. It character. does work. It does yeah. work. Yeah. Anyways, but, like I don't. Well, it's not meant. I think it looks more like it doesn't look it doesn't look like he's aging. It looks more like it's kind of like more like like a kind of Holden Caulfield kind of white streak. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But in little spots, I don't know. Could be. Wentworth, if you're listening, (laughs) let us know. Let us know. That's the one question we want to know. Did they? Did someone in production design go? You know what would really pop? (laughs) Yeah. Actually, like we'll we'll actually get him to sit down with us, and we'll see him. We'll see him, and he like and. uh, We'll have him sit down for a real one-on-one, and we'll just see his his hair is is what is what it is, and we're like, you know what, we're fine, we're good. Yeah, we're good. Go ahead. Back hey, the but here's what doesn't work: the fucking time masters. What's that? The time masters. I yeah. hate it. Because here we mm. where Rip is going off to to find Kronos, so there's no temporal mm-hmm. bullshit. And he brings along Rory, who's just, he's like, can I can I burn things? Sure. Mm-hmm. Good. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. There's a good chance. Yeah. yeah. And um, uh, Time Master Druce. Druce. They find Time Master Druce, who's like Rip's mentor from the Time Masters in his, in his robe that looks like something out of an episode of Star Trek Voyager you'll never watch again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Weird, yeah. Um, I know this actor. What do I know him from? His name is Martin. Oh God, Martin Donovan. I believe mm-hmm. his name is. He's got a great voice. Yeah, I looked at. I looked. It's stupid me. I looked it up mm-hmm. earlier today, and oh wait, man. As, as a matter of fact, I have it right here. His great. Actually, I don't have it right here. I forgot to take it down on my notes. I do have. Mm. She was a barista. <laughs> Because um, I know I've seen him in in a, in a bunch of things. He's got a huge IMDb. Yeah. Just I went through it earlier today and just see, he's been he was in Weeds. He was in. He's been a ton, just a ton of stuff. But like film and two or film. As film, well, yes, right? yeah, movies and TV. Like cause I, I I can remember there's something where he shows up where he's like like a a lawyer at the end where he's just talking about how they've made something disappear. 
I'm trying to think of what that is. That's it, like, cause he's got that great, there's something creepy about him. He's got like a, just a good level of creep, but also a level of like official creepiness, like yeah, a government yeah. spook. Like he'd play that a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's been, in, I'm actually gonna, I'm looking it up on the air. This is professional goddamn podcasting. That's fine. That's right fine. Here. No, this guy's like, he's, he's good. He's a good actor. Here we go. Um, just a, a Zayman Drus was the character's name. Uh-huh. And the actor's name is Martin Donovan. Martin Donovan. Martin Donovan. And he's got an IMDB that'll choke a horse. I yeah, just believe it. Ton of stuff. Uh, definitely the, 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 the very definition of a working actor. Mm-hmm. And, it, and he's fine. He's good. What I just don't care for, the, the whole Time Master stuff is really bad sci fi network stuff yeah. in this first season for me. And he pops in and he's like, come on, you know. Yeah. I'm here to clean up Kronos. Look, we'll make you a deal, okay? Surrender to us. We'll drop the charges. We'll drop off all your friends back where you took them from in time, and you know, you know, it'll be okay. He's like, I have to consult with my compatriots, and I'm like, if you don't, if you're not smelling, like, well, of course, this guy is gonna fuck him over. Yeah, and but, I think it, the reason, a big reason why you think that, even without knowing much about the Time Masters, is because of the the casting in this actor. Because mm-hmm. he has that level of really that, I love that voice and the way he acts. Like there's something you don't trust. There's something off. And I know oh, it's, it's Inherent Vice. Uh, yes, he was in Inherent Vice. I know it. That's that's where I know him from. That's where he shows up at the end where when when it's like everything's been swept aside with this uh, woman. I love that movie, dude. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. Oh my God. I love Paul Thomas Anderson. He's my favorite uh, director. Um, oh yeah, Man, oh, I bought Joaquin Phoenix in that movie. It's so good, dude. Dude, you will love it. It's okay. about like the end of, um, you know, the end of the '60s and the start of the '70s and the death of like the hippie uh, movement. It being all like kind of taken over. It's super confusing because that's what that the the novel is, right, Plimpton? But it's meant to be because you're still you're seeing it through the eyes of this stoner, right? Dude, it's so good. Highly recommend it. It's yeah. uh, like, but I'm like, like I'm a huge uh, PTA guy, so oh, I'll definitely check, I check it out. I know it's out there. I just while we're going off on it, uh, I watched uh, Jojo Rabbit earlier today. And yeah, yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah. I finished. It was outstanding. So. Cool. Yeah, I had started it on a plane, but I had uh, audio quality issues. Uh, yeah. I had to shut it down. Oh, you know, oh, you know how they say you always cry more at movies on a plane. Hmm. It, this one would have done it to you. It's yeah, very funny. I get, I get you. Interesting. But, uh, but anyway, if you didn't know by the, the performance that this guy was shady, when they come back from what would have been the commercial, Mick Rory just comes over. He's like, I heard everything. Your friend's going to kill you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Which I loved. I loved that. Yeah. He was just like, yeah. he's a criminal. He knows. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. That was good. And so at first, I'm like, why is he like, you kind of wonder why are these people. And I still did think that, like, why are these, why are they, and they even address it. Why are, why are they not doing this as a full team and stuff? And like, mm-hmm. he says, it's part of his whatever. But here in this case, it's like, why did these two have to go off here? And then you see, okay, well, having this guy who, who knows a scam when he sees it is beneficial. Yeah. He's a, Mick Rory as a character, like I said, first he serves like, he serves this kind of use. Yeah. You know, he's very one note. He's fun. He they develop him into just an amazingly well-rounded character. It's really fun to see. But oh yeah, so here's another one. Leonard Snart's walking her home, and she's like, "Oh, you're not even wearing a jacket." He's, "Oh, I love the cold." 
and he t- the way he turns and looks at her and purses yeah. his lips while yeah. he says it. I mentioned. I just love. Oh God, I love him so much. He's, yep. I love guys. This kind of acting is hard to pull off and not be cheesy. Sure. But so to walk that line and just be this entertaining with it, I just oh, I love. And again, she's she invites him up to her apartment. Yeah. She's like, I want to get some of this, and I'm just yeah. like, sadly, I'm gay. Yeah, basically, <laughs> basically. <laughs> no, very, like, and, and she was not she was not being uh, coy about it either at all. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and again, he's he uh, steals her card because Raven's like, "Well, that was a bust. That was a bust. We didn't get what we wanted." Yeah. He's like, yeah. "Yeah, shut up, stupid! I got yeah. her card." And yeah, I wrote I wrote down here. I wrote down another noise swipe from yeah. CC. <laughs> noise, real good. noise swipe, CC. <laughs> like, that's that's the way hot girls should be talking to him with the, with the way she. Hey, noise swipe, yeah, Mister CC. <laughs> Don't know how she became. <laughs> She became a Harley Quinn more, I suppose. Yeah. But, but like with those face and that eyebrow Russian. like it all suits her. Try try a Russian Harley Quinn. Yeah. You got to work on that one. Okay. Anyways, it also sounded like your cop. But yes, <laughs> yes, yours yeah, or his his wife or his, his girlfriend. That's his girlfriend, Levine. Who's petrified, Levine? <laughs> hey, Joey! I've been waiting for fifteen minutes. Like oh boy. <laughs> Really pop the mic there. She's, she's loud. She's shrill. She's very loud is what we're getting at, everyone. <laughs> this character. You'll meet her again later on in the show. I promise. Uh, but... minutes. Yeah. <laughs> twice, though. You think we're done with fucking Carter Hall. Yeah. They twice bring up, like, well, Carter Hall knew the risks, and they do it mm-hmm. again. I'm like, just... Every time they bring up his name, I just mm-hmm. <laughs> and they, but they, but they have to do it for these early kind of loyalty tests. Yeah, right? that's what we're still figuring out how where everybody fits. I think it's good to present this. Um, in a way, I was kind of wanting like, no, we could do it, uh, and they're all kind of like, no, no, let's not do it. We're going to stick with this. This kind of works, right? So then it's mm-hmm. kind of that that full on commitment, which we do kind of get, but in a roundabout sort of way. So Rip goes to meet uh, his former mentor. In the woods, and sure enough, yes, he, he's there with Kronos, and they're going to kill him, and they have a little back and forth, and two episodes in a row, we get the same bit, mm-hmm. where Rip is up against the wall, all by himself, basically, and he gets a snappy line as the team comes to the rescue, or some of them come to the rescue, Yeah, where uh, he's like, oh, look at you here all alone he's like oh what made you think i'm alone and dun, 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 here comes firestorm mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he he's reckless and gets in uh and knocks Ends out a chronos but yeah. he gets hit with a, like a time grenade or some shit whatever yeah whatever. <laughs> and, and and splits him in stein and he, he gets hurt mm-hmm. and this and then we get more arguments crazy to- between the two right yeah this is some crazy i mean there's some good acting but this is some crazy logic or of why yeah. they're because he basically they're taking jackson and he's bleeding yeah it looks like internal bleeding he's bleeding and yeah. professor stein picks this time to have like, first we gotta get answer. you we gotta get you to the med bay and and uh and see what Gideon can do for it. He's like, why would you even bother? He'll just do the opposite of what you ask him to do. Yeah. Meetings. Christ. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. 
like and, and then but then also like i like what what they call in the uh the wrestling business the old no sell from firestorm there where yeah. he's gut wound seems to start to bother him a lot less and you know he starts because well, he's angry yeah because he's very angry because he starts with a bunch of shit and he goes motherfucker you kidnapped me yes yeah, <laughs> God yeah. Damn it. and he's and stein goes oh this song again <laughs> yeah yes yeah look, that's look, exactly what i was thinking i roofied you yeah. And I kidnapped you against your will on this death-defying mission. Oh, blah blah blah. This yes. song again. Boy, I tell you, you you, you roofie and kidnap one uh, African American teenager <laughs> mechanic. <it's>, uh... <laughs> and then he and then he gets and he even says he goes, "I had a life back there." And he goes, "You were a mechanic." Every mechanic watching the show is like, "Hey, fuck you! Hey, fuck you, Egghead!" <laughs> Yeah, turn this fucking show off. I ain't watching this fucking shit no more. Turn it off. He's in the other room. He doesn't even care. It's just his kids, kids watching. Oh, it. the kids love it. It's the superhero show. I don't give a shit. I'm, a... I'm gonna be fast like the Flash, Dad. You'll see. You're a bum. You're a bum. Shut up. He throws a book at him. See how fast you can get through that. <laughs> Kids are literate. <laughs> he says, he, Jax gets off the side. Man, I had a mom. Shit. And then you're like, oh, you're on Jeff's, Jack's side. And then Stein doubles down. He goes, grow up, Jefferson. Yeah. Billions yeah, so will weird. die. And you're like, that what was... the fuck is wrong? But this is the twist they take with it. I know. Is... Ray's, he goes over to Ray's. I know you must think I sound like an asshole, basically. And he's like, he's like, but you know, you know, it hurts me to do that. He's like, well, why are you telling me? And yeah. like, you have to understand, I've lost another. Because Ronnie Raymond, his first uh, half of Firestorm, was killed. Mm -hmm. And he's he's like, I'm just trying to toughen him up, so he doesn't die, mm -hmm. and I don't have to take deliver that news to his mm -hmm. poor mother. And I'm going, that's quite a weird way to go about this. I know. And that's weak. And it, like, that's just, I, like, I don't know. The same thing with like Rip and like splitting up the, the team to do like, there's things like he's like, he's got this long-term goal or whatever for the team, but it doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, like that's both of that, both of the, those two guys right now. And I, and I hope they become uh, like, maybe this is part of, uh, we're learning the growing pains of them figuring out their roles as mentors or leaders. Mm -hmm. But both of them, I think uh, like failed epically in this episode in the, in those roles. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it, it all works out, but this is the, mm -hmm. but watch rewatching it. Cause Garber is great here. Yeah. And, and, and so is the, the young man playing Jax. They're yeah, great. I mean, the, the act dialogue. Are, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's and there's what, just no, yeah. And there's no logic to it, uh, like as we said, like that there might be a way to have this conversation in this in this episode, um, but at that time with everything happening there, yeah. I felt like they were they were trying to pack in a lot, yeah, uh, in a in a in a in a situation where you're not supposed to have that kind of argument. I don't know. Yeah, I'm bleeding, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Can we talk about this after? Because by this time, by this time, Rory's already drank all the morphine because he gets a good line too. Yes. Yeah. Ah, the med bay with a morphine drip waiting for me. <laughs> yes, that's great. Oh, this guy's a, 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 a morphine addict. That's, that's a nice, <laughs> nice twist. It's a nice touch. Well, he's covered in burns on his yeah, arm. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. I get it. 
Oh, and, and he's an alcoholic. So, which, which, by the way, they they play into that being a charming part of his character is mm. the fact that he's a he's a total drunk, yeah. and there's never a. Well, they do it once, but it's even that's the comic effect. It's like, we need to talk to Mick about his drinking. And everyone's like, well, eh, no, that's fine. Yeah. Do we really? You know, yeah. is, that the, is, that the, is that the biggest? Do we want to, is that the hell we want to die on? Oh, he's, 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 you know, he's still there. He's burning motherfuckers like we need him. <laughs> Who cares if he's fucking shit face? Look, if the aim starts to get off, then we'll talk. Yeah. But as but, for yeah, now. Just leave him be, okay? Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we all have our we all have our hills to to to, to climb. Yeah, but, yeah. So at the fucking so Jackson's hurt. They gotta infiltrate this fucking lab. Mm-hmm. I'll just cut through all the horseshit. Basically, they're trying to build a nuclear firestorm. Right. And so Stein goes on the mission because he's the only one who could impersonate a, a nuclear inspector, and he's doing it. And he finds all these bodies. And now when I, he finds the room full of bodies, that's when I perked up going, oh, okay, what's... All right, I forgot all about this. Okay. Because Vandal Savage saw Firestorm in 1975, all this time he's been working with the Russians to make his own. That's pretty rad. They're going to make a, a, a Russian Firestorm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that's, that's cool. But mm-hmm. here you get, they built a Thermocore. And if you're not familiar with the character, this Thermocore is basically... It's a bowling ball that's radioactive. Yeah. Yes, and it makes firestorms. Yeah, yeah. That's all yeah. you need to know. Yeah, I, know. I mean, you figured that out. I think I just like that. Um, that day on the set must have been a hoot. Just yeah. hanging out with Garber, playing with this ball, playing <laughs> with this ball. Oh yeah, without the, yeah, just and he's reacting to it, absorbing the energy. Yeah, yeah. I, this... I was thinking every time I see shit like that, I just imagine what it's like on set of like everybody watching that. That's uh, so funny. And, uh, but you so, see, but Ray and and Leo, they're uh, they're there as well. Mm-hmm. Like, they really good, Dad. Uh, really good dialogue here. Uh, I'm sure you're going to mention it. The no, Eagle Scout, you, the Eagle ahead. Scout, the Eagle Scout stuff was really good. I mean, I yes. can't remember. I just have it like just the, all the back and forth in it. And at first, uh, like here's when I'm like, I mean, I'm starting to, to get uh, Ray here at times. It feels like it's a little much, but here it's like throughout this, they used it in a way that it paid off at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't just a little uh, addendum. Oh, he is by far the, when I, when I make, make jokes about he's the 11, it's because sometimes he seems that way on this show, but mm-hmm. he is the true blue, all American good guy, boy yeah. scout, yeah. you know, to the extreme. And Brendan Routh plays him so well. Mm-hmm. He leans into it. He leans into the silliness. Uh, a lot too, which makes it very, very charming because yeah. the show gets, this first season, like I've said, is what it is, but the show gets sillier and sillier uh, as the years go by. And okay. the actors just leaning into that silliness just uh, is very enjoyable. But anywho, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah, but yeah, it was Eagle. He was like, he goes, hey, get to work, boy scout. He goes, actually, I was an Eagle scout. And it's, it's the reaction that Wentworth Miller does. He just goes, earlier he said oi and now it's, he's she's all over he's, he's doing it hilarious and so they're trying to get the radioactive bowling ball and the the, the scientist chick 
is down there and she's probably gonna die mm-hmm. and raise and starts just like fuck her let her die <laughs> she's part she's she's part of this yeah and he's like no we have to and he's like fine <laughs> he's, like, yeah. he's like fine i'll go yeah. but don't you fuck up raven isn't this when he says saving some commie broad ain't on the agenda yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty great oh boy some commie broad so Kami, bro. Was that him or was it him or, uh, or Heat Wave who said that? I don't know. I just have No, it was him. That yeah, was him. Yeah. No, that it, stood out. No, yeah. no, no. Oh, no. There, there's a lot. No, Heat Wave gets his own. No, you rubbed, fucking con. This is like, here's the fun of this one. This feels like it's an 80s show because it's, yeah. it's very like uh, the Ruskies and the Kami. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like the Ruskies bit. Yeah, that made me laugh. Uh, but yeah, so when Snark uh, gets this uh, line off, when, when he uh, confronts her, and uh, she's like, oh, so you must work for the American government. He goes, I'm wanted by the American government. Does that mm-hmm. count? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, he's, st- he's, he's still trying to fuck her. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. Like, in, in, in due time. I don't, although maybe he, I don't fuck commies. Yes. Because <laughs> then he tells her not <laughs> to flatter herself. Yeah. yeah. But the, 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 she's got a gun to his head. And ray ray's got the control to just so stein can steal the, the fucking bowling ball right right and she's it's like just, i'll shoot him i love that it's just basically like a soundboard like, yeah. can, I, can i get a little more bass? i think the bass is taken away from my vocals can you uh <laughs> yeah. take down the bass a bit there <laughs> he will rock you that's the second pta <laughs> reference of the of the show there you go i ah, fuck dude i love boogie nights man i love boogie nights that's uh boogie nights is like like good, Goodfellas, Goodfellas uh, is like totally a movie where it's just like going out and hanging with old friends, and Boogie Nights has that that same sort of feel. Or Dazed and Confused, uh, like that those kinds of movies where it's like hanging out with old buddies. And that I think I, have you seen uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Not I loved it. I loved. And that it. I think that I think that's going to have the same effect on us too. Both my wife and I are like, hey, let's watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood again. <laughs> same I sort thought, of thing. Yeah. I want to hang out with those guys again. You know yeah, I, mean? I completely like. I, I'd heard a lot. There was a lot. There's a lot of like, hey, you know, did you know Quentin Tarantino has a foot fetish? You know, you well know if you watch this fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, man, you know? it's, it's, it's excessive. This is the first one where it is excessive. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, yeah. at this point in the show, sure. um, let's get out the, the plugs, number one, because you've got some, uh, this new project. Yeah. And I listened to the first show, man, and it was out. Uh, I got I get one outstanding. There it is. Episode. So you told me to keep. The, you told me to keep an eye on your outstanding. So yeah, I, I must have but said outstanding it. thirty-eight times the last show, and I apologize. But I think that I think that's the first one, so, and I'll take it. Yeah. And it, was, and, it was, and it was one that is undeniable. So that's true. There you go. <laughs> no, no, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, yours, mine, the truth. The first episode dropped on Friday, uh, where I began a uh, look back at pop culture with old friends from different times of my life who have different experiences and who have had different levels of expertise. I'm really excited about recording again tonight because we continue our look at the band that shaped me in high school, Extreme, with their uh, with their their breakthrough hit, Extreme 2 Porn Graffiti. This has been, um, again, my wife, I, at first, I thought she was going to be sick of it. Uh, because I've, that's all I've really been doing is just like, uh, like if I'm cooking dinner, I'm like, I'm like, is it okay if I rock out for a bit? She's like, yes. <laughs> and, and, uh, and, uh, for a while, um, I, I thought she'd be like, you know, ready to, to be done with this. Right. But she, I gotta say like, she's, I, I, there's somebody who's been converted in this house and um, I'm happy to, happy to say, um, but this one's going to be so fun. I, I like, 
I can't wait. This is my friend who's become, uh, he's been a, a commercial DJ for years. Um, and now he works in Toronto for like one of the main uh, uh, chorus, which is a big, uh, uh, you know, one of the big media outlets out here, which is in charge of like the, the big, uh, they have five big radio stations in, uh, in Toronto. Uh, and he's a manager there. So to get his take on the, their biggest commercial success, among other things, but also he was the guy who was there with me when I was discovering this. He was my best friend in, in like uh, eighth grade when I was, oh man, I, in, the funny thing going back on this, this album in particular is I am reminded of the cringiest moments from my high school. And I, if, you know, we'll probably keep it to like two or three because there's a lot related just to that stupid song on its on its own more than words and how much I love that song and how <laughs> how much of a drama dork I was at that time. So I was just so over. Did you did, did you have like a one man show all in black and you were like no, but I had I did like it's so that's I mean we're, we're gonna get into it, but uh, we had record I had recorded with a friend where where I had like cut out construction paper to make his hair look long and hang it off the back. I'm such a dark, but that was it. That was it, man. And uh, it you know um. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I, the first episode was about just over a, or an hour and a half because I had to do more introductory stuff uh, where it was like an hour talking with a, a friend of mine who I hadn't spoken in about, uh, yeah, like for a long time in almost 20 years. But uh, with this one, I think it'll go longer just because we're, we have so much, like we're going to go track by track again, but we have so many memories attached to it that it's going to be harder to keep it on track. Um, and just to talk with, uh, again, one of my best friends, that's, that's the biggest thing here too, is I, you know, I've already had, I've got really great response from a lot of people. I'll, I'll talk more about it, uh, on the show, yours, mine and the truth. Um, check it out. You guys, it drops every Friday on the pro wrestling only network, which is yeah. us. Yeah, also, I Hey, I'm so happy that uh, Worldcast is back. Oh, thanks a lot, man. We recorded last night. Uh, so it, it, it uh, got, uh, I think the second episode got funnier because it was a better episode of wrestling to watch. Ah, was, but yeah. you want to we really get into Bill Mercer at his absolute worst as a wrestling announcer. It's there is some <laughs> mind boggling stuff. But uh, yeah, but so if you all uh, want to get in touch with us or let us know how you're enjoying the show or anything on uh, Twitter, it, we're at Guys Gideon. Um, you can look us up on Facebook, uh, our real names on Facebook. Uh, yeah. And, and uh, just let us know because we want to hear from you because we've heard from our first our, our first listener, mm -hmm. Travis. We yes. got a phone call. Oh, and oh, uh, oh. so I think we should go to this right now and then uh, answer this, this man's question. Excellent. Hello, my name is Raymond Devine and I'm calling from Crestwood, Kentucky. I'm 98 years old, and I'm a long-time listener, first-time caller. I've been watching your, your superhero show with my grandson, Peter, and I have a question. He said I should ask you guys, Johnny and Troy, and you might be able to answer it for me. Here's my question. The other day on the show, they had the bird lady and the bird man had a baby, but the baby was an old man like me because they had traveled through time. Now, my question is this. When they had the bird lady and the bird man had the baby, 
Was it like a regular baby, or did the bird lady lay an egg? I'll hang up and listen for your answer. Thank you. Okay, so what Ray wants to know, Travis, mm -hmm. did Hawkman and Hawkgirl, yes. when they had their adult baby, because mm -hmm. remember their son, they met their son and he was an old man? Yes. Yes. Was it in an egg? Did they? I mean, mm. did he did he hatch from an egg in that apartment where they fought in? <laughs> in the other room, is it is it a mm -hmm. big nest? Uh, like a, yeah, like like gobbledygooker size. Is that what yeah. you're thinking? If so, God, then then I think we all owe Hawk Girl an apology for everything Oof. we've said about her so far, because she is holding up very well. Yeah, I mean, no wonder <laughs> she's flipping out and ripping guys' eyes out. Holy yeah. shit. Now, I was thinking more. I was, here's where my mind went. Uh, my mind mm -hmm. went when uh, Ray, uh, and thanks for the call again, Ray, uh, yes. <laughs> was Mork and Mindy, because that's how their child was born out of a big egg. And it was, yeah, yeah, and it was um, Jonathan Winters. <laughs> that's who they <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you! Oh, yeah. I am okay. very. I, I'll tell you, my, my market was like, oh, yeah, this is, uh, we're, what are we about? I think we're about seven years apart, me and you, right? You probably. Or so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I had my my Mork and Mindy connection is uh, on, in kindergarten. I wore uh, uh, the suspenders. Of uh, first day of school. First day of school. Nice. But I but I couldn't really tell you much about the show. Well, when when it had quote unquote jumped to the shark, you know, for a yeah. while, their last ditch attempt after getting them married is, is they have a baby, but. The baby is Jonathan Winters. In Orkin, in Orkin, the male lays an egg. Yes. And it's a giant egg. So <laughs> so it's Robin Williams who laid this giant egg. So no wonder the poor man you know, had issues. And they're, they're born old and get younger. So it's Jonathan Winters, but he's playing a baby. Uh -huh. And he's wearing like big children's clothes. Like uh -huh. it's disturbing <laughs> as fuck. And he's all- How many? How many episodes? Uh, was this they, for a full season? It was, I think the, the last season. It's wow. the last season. And his name was Murph. Because that was... <laughs> what was it? Sorry, I missed it. Murph. 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 <laughs> because it was... Mork and Earth together. I, yeah, uh, it was I something. Oh, it bleak. was something. Bleak. So uh, uh, did, I hope that answered your question, Travis. And... Uh, <laughs> Okay. Yeah. You know. So oh, yeah. Just, so yeah. so it's uh, like we're going by Mark rules. I think. I think it. it, it in in to in answer to answer Mr. Devine's question. Yes. Defer to as often as we will often say defer to Mark. Right. Yes. Isn't that just like in general in life? Like no. if I like again when I was in university, if I was confused about a response on an exam, I would write that defer to Mark. Hmm. Did that work? No. Huh. Not once. <laughs> they asked me to stop. I was threatened, mm. like it got ugly. Oh. Uh, they thought it was, I, like, I thought it was funny. Uh, mm. uh, anyways, we, um, <laughs> on, on the, I wanted to mention now, as we're, before we finish up the, the plugs here, I've moved uh, all, the first three episodes are all on our YouTube channel. I'll provide a link on the, uh, uh, the Gideon guys, or I'll send them to you to post mm. on the Gideon guys. So if you Thanks. wanted to, because just because our uh, on the pro wrestling only network, it's all split up with uh, all that that nasty wrestling nonsense. Yeah. I pitched I pitched the recording last night, changing it to just PWO, 
and just yeah. just and just say PWO and, and kind of like when Vince McMahon had to drop the F and get the yeah, F yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was saying PW I was saying PWM oh yeah there you go I, I said PWE only yeah I said <laughs> I, went, I went PWE or or just at keep the keep the logo we have now that says pro wrestling mm-hmm. only and just draw in a question mark after the yeah. only <laughs> pro wrestling only oh you're listening to the PWO <laughs> that's funny anyways yeah so so that'll be a way like uh for, for if you want to tell your friend boy you gotta binge you gotta binge the uh gideon guys you know that's what all the girls are saying these days oh, so i put so. it all together yeah on, uh, on youtube i've got yeah. a, a playlist there of the first three oh yeah let me tell you man doing a podcast about a superhero show that just drops panties <laughs> Yeah, everywhere. Yeah. We're going back to 2015, ladies. <laughs> Buckle in. I bet you. I bet you. You're like me. You're wondering who's going to win in a fight between Hawkeye and White Canary. Well, ask no further. Look no further than to me and my friend Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't even need to do a voice because yeah. I'm like, I am the nerd in the show. Like, yes. yeah. That's right. I've, I've, this is the fourth time I've watched this yeah. season. I would say the, the only way that like that, that part of this episode that we kind of went past is that is totally part of it. It's like now we finally get to find out who's going to win between Hot Girl and White Canary. Yeah, but we don't know because of course yeah, I know because they have a nice little moment with each other. Yeah, right. it's yeah, it's it, it, all the while. But then they're like, "Wait, you had us doing this while this shit was going on? What the mm-hmm. fuck is wrong with you, Rip?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at least they so, have Sarah address that. They're like, what yeah. the fuck are you doing? Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, we're seeing that, that kind of shitty leadership from the two uh, guys who are supposed to be kind of the more mentor uh, positions. Um, because what happens, and we'll, we'll get to wrap it up now. Yeah. But what happens is Rory comes in to help rescue them. And here's, here's what he says as he enters the, uh, the, the laboratories with his flamethrower. He goes, this is, this is this is where the party's at or something yeah, like yeah. it's almost the same line he had last episode. i know i know i know <laughs> that's like, his come thing on, somebody not to, yeah i guess that's victoria's thing the invitation <laughs> um i was gonna they, I, they I, complain, I popped, they, they complain about it on the ship uh, i popped for a second <laughs> Dude, not, not every one of these is a party. Like, honestly, every time you, I know you think it's funny, but it, it's really upsetting everybody. Okay? It's Captain Cold. Let us be witty. Trying no. to lighten up the situation. <laughs> um, I popped for a second there when the when the guy at the containment uh, unit opened. I thought that was Wormy. It wasn't, was it? No, it wasn't. Ah, shit. This was Damn. Russian Wormy. Yeah. Oh, well. Wormy, as we uh, figured out was actually, this is the 80s. He was ring announcing in Texas. That's right. This time, under the name Mark Lorenz. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny the way these things happen to cross over. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a dead ringer, dead ringer. Yeah. Those of you non-wrestling fans, just Google up Mark Lorenz wrestling mm-hmm. and you'll know mm-hmm. what we're fucking talking about. Mm-hmm. So they've captured, everything's gone to shit. Stein's captured by the Ruskies. Ray's captured by the Ruskies. Uh, heat wave Rory he's captured by the Russians mm-hmm. Captain Cold makes a dashing getaway in slow motion with lots of sparks yeah you know, and so he yeah. got he got that little bit of action yeah <laughs> yeah that was a fun like you can tell that was just a fun little thing to shoot I bet you that was the martini you know what I mean that was the last <laughs> shot of the day everybody else had gone home let's get this last shot with a uh, Wentworth this will be fun we got the sparks everybody everybody okay we're gonna do the safety <laughs> meeting first 
Like I, I guarantee. And <laughs> just looked like a blast. It looked like a good time. Yeah, you know, and then as they're taking heat, uh, the heat wave in, and uh, he gets to the face of the commandant, mm-hmm. and he's like, "You better kill me now, or I'm gonna go all Rocky Four on your ass." Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Goofy, but I like it. Yeah, sure. I sure. like it. It's the yep. it's the eighties. It's that's very self rever uh, yep. refer- yep. referential. Yep. Yeah. But so we wrap up and it's Captain Cold. And he's calling out Rip Hunter for being a fucking piece of shit. Captain, yep. he's almost gonna shoot him with his ice gun. Like mm-hmm. and he is like, Where was my backup, Captain? Mm-hmm. You know, like your your style is is shitty. Yeah. And he Goddamn Arthur Darville. He goes, well, what would you have done, Mr. Snot? And the duh, 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 duh. and they basically says, he's like, you would have done exactly the same thing. And Wentworth Miller turns off, the Captain Cold say, turns off his gun. And he goes, that's a pretty cold calculation. <laughs> Almost criminal. Except criminals have a code. You never leave one of yours behind. I'm like, I don't think criminals have that code. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think they would fuck each other over. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. Maybe in but, the Flash Rogue Gallery. Maybe that's like unique to the Flash Rogue Gallery. It, don't it, know. it very much is. Like I yeah. mentioned last show, that's a Captain Cold thing. He's like, mm-hmm. yeah, so which I love, but his goddamn, he's just del- He's devouring yeah. that line yeah. just like a snake devouring a goddamn groundhog. <laughs> I was going to say a chihuahua, maybe. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and Riff just goes, we'll get them back. He's like, well, they're going to torture Stein. They're going to torture mm-hmm. them. So Stein makes a risky firestorm. And they're going to go in and but. And they do this like shot of the gulag, and the yeah. the, the last line is, uh, "Compatriots are being held in an impenetrable, impenetrable, s- impenetrable Soviet gulag." Dun dun dun! <laughs> yeah. Like as '86, uh, like what's the worst place you could be in '86? Uh, Soviet probably. gulag <laughs> in one that's impenetrable. Yeah, so that was. Good. Well, I don't know. The, uh, the, no, the Castro in San Francisco is pretty. It was rough in '86. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Maybe like a, a you know the, some street corners where the crack epidemic is getting pushed around. I guess that's a good point. Camden, Another good point. Camden, New Jersey wasn't any better roses in 1986. <laughs> uh, shit! So this got me asking. So they mentioned Ruskies again. I, I have a faint recollection of the film Ruskies. Um, I know that it had like some Goonies, like it was like a cross between Goonies and like I don't know Iron Eagle. Or something? Can you, can you recall how? Oh, to, what was the plot of Ruskies? Oh, fuck me! You know what? Anyone of you listening I can, yeah. who could, could give us, because I knew the name, and then you mentioned the the Corys or whoever the fuck was in it. Yeah, and, or something uh, like that. And I'm going, okay, I, I have a faint memory, but I, could, I couldn't tell you. Like, it's some, it's some, like, uh, the guy they meet, like, I think it's, like, some Russian soldier they all end up hanging out with who's kind of, like, the, the sloth part, basically, <laughs> and, and, and who looks like, uh, in my head, I see him as, like, kind of a cross between three people from that era. Uh, Dolph Lundgren, of course, um, the Energizer guy from the, the Australian <laughs> guy, and Brian Bosworth. He's, like, kind of, like, somewhere in that kind of, Right, that kind of bleach blonde. That's who I am. I mean, maybe it is one of those guys, but I don't know. That's all I know. So yeah, that's that's my my 
what do you, the listeners at home, think about <laughs> Ruskies? What can you tell us about Ruskies? Because I'm, I'm at the IMDb page right that's now. Your, of, that, that's of, your homework. Of, of Martin Donovan. And quite frankly, I, I like that wore me out. I don't want to look any further. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, man, we did it again. I thought yeah. for the, the most part, for the first part of a two-parter, Mm-hmm. It just served its purpose. I mean, it, it, I think it, it was all Wentworth Miller, though. Yeah, the, I, I mean, like I said, I really held this together, big time, big time. And like he had, like they, they, they gave him a ton in this one. Uh, I didn't like the converse. I didn't like the Time Lord stuff, as you mentioned, Time Masters, Time Lords. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I didn't like the uh, what was it like that? Uh, the girls. I know you like that. Yeah, well, I didn't like the the stuff between those girls or the the white canary and and hawk girl. But I also I I know you like the performance by Victor Garber in that scene. But I really like that. I'm like, why are, why are these two having the same fucking argument again? It uh, wasn't so much about the timing. It's just like like I feel like they're beating that drum too. Like we're four episodes in, and I feel like they've had like this kind of the same fight three times now in three different episodes. So um, that was a that was kind of a big turn off to me. Actually. Get ready for some more. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not absolutely certain, but there's a those two these two arguing and then having a a, a, a cute a cute a cute makeup moment or where they both learn something about each other is sort of a sort of a trope. Yeah, so, yeah. I can see it. I can see it. But, oh well, but that's also like, and it's not a that's not a like that's a comic book trope. Right, that's a that's a team oh, rope. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's just like I just think they've they've done a little too much in the, yeah. in the first four ups here in that in that direction. I wouldn't mind if they took like two or three episodes off from that. Uh, well, hey, content. listeners, let us know what you think. If you think we're full, full of shit? Let us know. Mm-hmm. You know, at, at uh, guys Gideon on Twitter. Uh, I've had a lot of fun, man. Uh, I think we're it's time to take this one home. Sounds good. We will see you guys next week. Adios, isn't that your? Oh wait, that's your line. Sure, hey, go it's for adios, it. Adios, right? I've done it twice. Well, I, so yeah, I'm stepping all over your line, man. I, 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 I don't mean to steal. You know how I, I know how actors are. I've been around my fair share. It's think. like it's a wrestlers too. You don't want to use their finisher. Hey, brother, I say adios. <laughs> adios.
Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, it's all fucking. I I've, I've never figured it. it out. I don't understand. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a goddamn computer. I, I can't. It's supposed to be intuitive, intuitive, my guess. I can't figure this shit out for nothing, and I'm not a dummy. I can tell you, I can tell you one thing. Joey's still not intuitive. He's dumber than a sack of hammers. <laughs> She's just, just cruel to him. Just, <laughs> and he takes it. Like, I see her as being, like, way taller than him. I think I said that. I, th- I see your two char- your character and your girl, like, the same. They're both, like, beefy. Both the same <laughs> kind of beefy. Yes. <laughs> Fifi is a good word for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Ah, your ball and chain here. But she understands me. You know, we, we get along just fine. Yeah, yeah. You know, type. Golden I'd Corral. Like, oh. The Golden Corral night is a pleasure. <laughs> it's a pleasure, I tell you. I can totally see it. <laughs> oh, you know, you know. I can imagine she is like she smokes like a chimney. <laughs> you know, Sully's taking me out to the Golden Corral tonight. I wish Joey would do that for once. This asshole thinks he can cook. <laughs> because he is always trying to do these feasts for her. Like he's just bending over backwards. <laughs> he's bastard. got a chef's hat and he wears an apron. It's frilly and it's pink. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait. Awesome. <laughs> Joey. <laughs> Not for nothing, man. Not for nothing. I think he's a fine cook. He's good. He's okay. I'll... You you tried that fucking gabagoo. <laughs> it's not bad. I've had worse gabagoo, I'm going to tell you. For Christ's sakes. Two weeks in Baltimore is the worst goddamn gabagoo I've ever had. So I'll, I'll gladly have his. He made it with love, Cheryl. Now, excuse me. I'll I'll let myself out. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, buddy. Oh, okay. Oh, that was fun. Oh, I might throw some of that out at the end. We'll see. 